We are all in this together, and giving back is our way of saying thank you. State Farm has a long tradition of being there when you need us. That's one reason State Farm agent Jim Fury is proud to sponsor this Washington Post Game Recap podcast. See Jim for all your personal and business insurance needs. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into this week's edition of Washington's High School Post Game Recap. I'm your host, Mark Feldman. Last night, the Washington Blue Jays started their season off with a dominating performance, beating the Union Wildcats by a final score of 54-13. to Each Saturday throughout the season, I will be joined by head coach Derek Heflin to recap the night before. Coach, thank you so much for joining us, and congratulations on that dominating victory. How did it feel? Thank you. Uh, it, was, it was a good good start to the season. You know, with everything up in the air, with all the COVID stuff, it was nice just to be out on the field on Friday night. Um, and playing football. Um, but our kids came out really well, uh, executed the game plan pretty good, and uh, came out victorious. And before we even get to the X's and O's on the field and the specific uh, plays that happened, I do want to talk about COVID-19. You mentioned it, that it was nice to be back out there. What has uh, Washington done during the COVID-19 pandemic to keep the uh, players ready to roll for last night? Because obviously each government in each state and even each school district and down to each school has to do something different. How did you guys stay focused in the spring and summer to be ready for last night? You know, the, we, you know when we went on the, the COVID break or what ended the school year last year, you know, we, we sent out workouts through our huddle program uh, for kids to do online. And then uh, a gym in our, in our community was able to get our kids in there uh, in May so they could start doing some things. And then in June, our school district allowed us with uh, – our state guidelines to start uh, workouts. You know, we were in small groups, um, and as the summer went, we progressed there. Uh, and now we're, we're back into kind of full go with everything. Our school is in a hybrid model, so our kids go to school for two days and then virtually learn for three days. Um, so that's presented some tricky different things. But uh, overall, you know, our kids are, are dealing with it and handling it well, um, and it's just been kind of one more obstacle for our kids to uh, – encounter and overcome and another moment to handle is opening night for the fans for the players and even for you and the coaches it's an exciting day especially during this pandemic to get back out there and to have missouri high school football what did you tell the guys to keep their emotions under check you know i, I just told them you know, we you guys have worked for nine months to get to this point and you know six months ago this didn't seem like this was going to happen three months ago it didn't seem like it was going to happen and shoot on monday you know it was still up there but it was it was just good to get them out there and get them excited and it was a little different you know we we only had 200 and something tickets to give to our fans so it was it was not your normal friday night atmosphere uh and you know we didn't have a locker room and didn't have those things so it was almost like playing little league football again you just got off the bus stretched and played the game so i think that kind of help them to stay under control because it was just, let's go. We got there and went and, and went out on the field and played football. Transitioning to the action on the field, 54 points in the uh, opening night victory isn't too shabby. What did you love about the offense? Obviously, uh, seven rushing touchdowns. That's pretty impressive, and you had to be pleased. Yeah, you know, we, we got our flex bone attack going pretty quick. Um, we, we started a new quarterback this year, Cam Milheiser. He did a really good job of uh, – running the offense, distributing the ball, getting it where we need to go. You know, we start the the first drive off and go 93 yards on one play on a on an inside veer play. We get the ball pitched on the edge, and Cole Nalick takes it to the house. You know, that, that was exciting. And, you know, we were able to, to establish some things up front and dominate the line of scrimmage, <clears throat> and it allowed our, our slot backs to make some big plays. And then our, 
our fullback, Lewis Polly, you know, just kind of hammered things out, and, you know, four or five yards here, four or five yards there, and then we get it to one of our slots, and they'd make a big play. Does your uh, does your program and does your offense change throughout the game when you start to see how you uh, were really rushing the ball well? Did you come in wanting to run the ball, or did that kind of change when you saw how effectively you were? Uh, running yeah, it? You know, we, we want to establish the run. You know that that we're a run heavy team, um, and you know the kind of the positions we returned were our slots and our tight ends and, and people that that kind of established that. Um, so we kind of eased into that, and then as the night went we were able to find two or three plays that uh, they just weren't able to account for everyone on in our option game. And uh, we made some big plays out of it. Transitioning to the defensive side of the ball, obviously the offense scoring 54 points is going to get a lot of headlines and they'll be the main topic, but the defense only giving up 13 is very impressive. Was it a couple of players that really stood out to you or was it more of a def- uh, team effort? What did you like about your defensive, you know, our, our defense, we brought back uh, eight starters. Um, we were out without our starting free safety last night. He was suspended from an uh, from being ejected at the last game last year. Um, so that kind of created some some uh, leeway in the back end. We were a little struggled a little early to get some stuff done and get stuff where we needed to be. But our guys up front were able to create a pass rush all night um, and attack union um so their quarterback was running around with people in his face all night and you know it allowed our d-backs to go out there and, and play coverage and, and do the things that we needed to do um you know there's some things we need to clean up going into week two but overall it was a pretty good performance by those guys as well and after a blowout win on opening night i it would be understandable if your players seem to have a letdown for week two what are you going to tell your guys and how are you going to focus practice this week to make sure that doesn't happen and they can stay focused to try to become 2-0 and next Friday night? You know, the, these guys have come a long way. Um, you know, we when they were freshmen, we went 0-10. And, and now, we, you know, last year we were 9-2. and and, and they have some big goals um, and, and some things that they want to do and want to achieve. Um, so they understand that this whole this season's a process and each week builds off the other. And we've got to focus on doing the little things right. You know, there was plenty of stuff that we need to clean up uh, to get ready for week two. So we'll be able to get those things uh, hammered on and make sure our focus is where it needs to be. And, and it's another week or two of getting into this new routine of what, what life looks like in this pandemic and what football practice looks like and what football week looks like. So I think those are going to be some things that we just hammer on and, and just make sure that there's an extreme attention to detail um, as we go into week two. And my final question for you is next week, you guys will host Pacific for uh, a week two matchup. What's your early scouting report on them? And you mentioned some things to improve. What are you going to have to improve to beat a Pacific team? Pacific's a young team. Uh, they have a new football coach, uh, Paul Day, who's you know, won two state titles in the state of Missouri. So he's, uh, he, he's a very distinguished coach. Um, so he'll get the program going. They're, they're young. Um, and they're learning, um, and, and we've been there, and our guys understand what that's like. So our, our big thing is we, the first thing we got to clean up is our special teams. You know, we allowed too many big returns last night, and, you know, we, we got to get some guys put in some right places. But, you know, it was the first time that we'd really gotten to go out and do that in live action. So, you know, we'll, we'll spend some extra time on that, clean that up, get the right people on those. Um, and then just the other thing is making sure that, you know, we're, we're keying our details and playing our, our fundamentals and our techniques right every time. We're not taking plays off. Uh, you know, like I said before, just attention to detail, making sure we're doing all them little things so they add up to the big thing at the end of the night, which is a W. Well, Coach, I really do appreciate the time you uh, gave to speak with me today, and I look forward to speaking with you next week. Again, congrats on the victory. And for Coach Heflin, 
I'm Mark Feldman saying so long and have a good day. Bye-bye. Community means everything. That's why State Farm agent Jim Fury is a proud sponsor of this podcast. Give Jim a call to see if he can help save you money on your personal and business insurance. And please stop by and tell Jim thanks for sponsoring this podcast.